You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. All right, Isabel Shiloh from Cleveland Baptist. All right, she says, now, this is how it's worded. Do Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Mm-hmm. So, not had, oh, have. Have now? Yeah. That's what have, it's worded. Well, so. um, I don't know if you're talking about an Adam and Eve in here, but the Adam and Eve from the Bible, um, I don't believe had a belly button. Because what is the purpose? Where does the belly button come from? It comes from the umbilical cord that ties the baby to the mother so that they can get nutrients from the mother through the growth process. Adam and Eve were formed by God in an adult form from the dust of the earth. So I don't think they had a belly button. Well, before sin, there was not the conflict between the innies and the outies. That's true. So that's, that's true. That probably, Any outie. That's a doctrinal you know, yeah. issue. I think that's go. on uh, Baptist Ed, isn't it? Any outie? <laughs> <laughs> How many of you would like to see a Baptist Ed on that one? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Now that gets your attention. There you go. All right. Macia Sachs from Norwalk. Home of the virus. All right. The Norwalk death virus. Uh, here's how she wrote this. What character do you most relate to in the Bible? So you had that little, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. arrow. What yeah. character do you most relate to? I don't know, Zacchaeus. In the, what do in you, the Bible. What do you think I... So, uh, now for you me, didn't catch that, did you? You know, before, before that sort of went through, yeah. I was thinking Mr. Fredrickson and uh, Russell. All right, uh... And then, uh, where's brother with Sam, Kevin? Yeah, yeah he's, Kevin. He's, he, he's sleeping. He's, <laughs> he's Kevin. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> what is it? Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I'm a Christian. Okay. Right. Um, I do have on my phone, though, if you'll come up later, I do have on my phone today, um, brother Wolven's twin. <laughs> Here's the guy from Up. Okay. I don't know if you can see that. Here, if I turn aside, I'll blow it up a little bit. Hold on. Well, you know, they do have slides here. That you I know, but I didn't have time for that. There's, there's the guy. All right. There he is. Okay. Then, here's, I get my reading here's, glasses. here's Brother but Wolven. I have my reading glasses. Here's, here's Brother like Wolven getting ready to do Tim Talks. He's not ready yet. He's just looking into the camera. Brother Dan Wolven. That's the guy from Up right there. Okay. That's what you had me do. Uh, yeah. You had me trying to see if I looked like him. No, you just did it. Get away from me, kid. That's right. Okay. So go, I would say Bible character. Well, uh, Peter means a stone. I'm Al Stone, a rock. Yeah, so I think um, just my name alone kind of ties me to him. Most people pass stones. <laughs> <laughs> Not tombstones. Um <laughs> And as my kids, my can. kids take offense when you say those kind of things. Gall and kidney don't like it when you say that. <laughs> my kids, gall and kidney stone. Hello, is there a crowd out there? Is there any people out there? Hello. 
man, these kids' sense of humor. You've got a different sense of humor today. This is how kids laugh today. Huh. <laughs> or they go, that's funny. You know what I've noticed? If we, weren't a, if we were a video, they'd be I've roaring. noticed everybody that can't tell a joke gets mad at when people don't laugh. <laughs> okay. You know what I find? People that make fun of me fall down when they put their socks on. <laughs> now that's funny. Now that, yes. Come that, on, Roly Poly Oli. That was Do you guys funny. remember Roly Poly Oli? Anybody remember that? You guys remember that? My kids watch Roly Poly Oli. Okay, West Coast question. What are some traits in your wives? that benefit your ministry where God has placed you. So Ruthie Stone always had a great compassion for strays, stray dogs, <laughs> stray people. And so this guy Still. came wandering in from Canada and she went, oh, and she just had to try to help. Mm -hmm. And my wife's greatest quality is she loved people that didn't have good balance. <laughs> they she said, couldn't, couldn't your, stand on one leg your wife's quality was I'm going to kiss a guy that I don't have to stand on my toes for <laughs> <laughs> yeah so actually let's see probably 10 million people your age in yeah. the United States yeah. you know within two years and so whenever I put in the height factor, that took us down about 114,000. Yeah. Then whenever you think of people that are saved, now you're down to about Six. Uh, eight, Six. maybe 8,000. And people I knew, well, between her and the other one, the other one was sick of me. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They actually met in kindergarten. It was. They met in that kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten yeah. Sunday school at Cleveland Baptist Church. There you go. Um, my wife is an incredible lady, and I would say that her greatest qualities is, number one, she's submissive, which every woman should be. Amen. Come on, men. Amen on that one? You cowards. Oh, my you goodness. You cowards. They went like this. Millennial Amen. cowards. Yeah, I heard that back there. Be a manly man, you little cowards. You, look these, you guys look at a girl right now. Look across and look at a girl right now. You point at them. Point at a girl. Right, you girls look at a guy right now. Look at him. Point at him. You tell him right now. Submit. Tell him that. Stop running, guys. Stop running. They won't hurt you. All right. Good. Wow. We just lost half the audience right now. Because that's unscriptural. It is. They have to submit to their dads and their husbands. Oh. That's it. Well, the way these girls have been flirting with these boys, that's going to happen pretty soon. So get ready. All right. Um, my wife's other characters, I would say um, she knows when to speak up and she knows when to shut up. That's a great, that's a great thing. So there are times when she'll say to me, hey, you blew it. And there are times when she'll just be quiet. And when she's quiet, I know something's going on. I'll say, what? And she'll say, you don't want to know. I'll say, what? She'll say, you don't want to know. I'll say, tell me. And then she tells me. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Then when I get up, <laughs> but I'll tell you this, whenever she says something, she tells the truth, the absolute truth, and nothing but the truth. Oh, she doesn't stretch the truth. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> Inside joke. My wife is a hard worker. That's joke. right. My wife is a hard worker, and she has a tender heart. Denise has a spiritual quality that she can be around somebody, and within probably half a minute, she can know whether they're genuine or not. And, and she has been a 
huge help. That obviously never that worked way. when you were dating. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, she's remarkable that way. She is. And, uh, and she is a master teacher. Mm-hmm. She's a master teacher. She, she knows curriculum backwards and forwards. She knows how to, how to dispense it in a way in which, you know, children or pupils, I mean, all the way through even to adult women, they really are pretty well glued to their seats whenever she's teaching. Mm-hmm. And so uh, those two qualities, you know, I really rely on a lot. Yeah. Let's do one more. Okay. And then if we didn't get your question, oh, yeah. we will do, we'll do it. another podcast without you present. We'll do another podcast and okay. answer those I questions for you. I do not know how to say this first name, but Maximova at Cleveland Baptist her question is. Let her stand. Where is she? How to pronounce my name, Milana? Milana, where is she at? Stand up. Stand up. There she is. That's a great question. How to pronounce my name, yeah. Milana? Milana. That was it. That was the question. That's the question. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna end with that. All right. No. Here here's one. All right, did you ever feel unworthy to be a pastor, preacher, even though you were called to be that? Nope. (laughs) Brother Tom, where's Brother Tom? Not at all. I say that at breakfast. I said, this guy has never felt unworthy to be that. He would say, no, I deserve to be the best of the largest church in the world. That's right. (laughs) Again, what did I say about humor? It, it It hides our fear. Oh, I can't believe I ever got the pastor. Uh, you, you've been with me for a week. You're all thinking, yeah, how did he ever get to do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've never felt worthy. I've been honored to be able to do this. Do I enjoy it? Absolutely. Was it a great time of my life? Absolutely. Do I love evangelism now? Oh, yeah. There's a difference between feeling unworthy and being effective. Mm. You know, if God has called you, then he's going to equip you as long as you go through the process. And it's a continual process. I'm still being equipped, hopefully, to be a better preacher and pastor yeah. and husband and dad and grandpa. But um, that's, just why I'm, beca- that's why I'm here, little buddy. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, thanks, Skipper. Uh, but, you know, it, that whole concept of... You can never get to the point of, well, I'm just unworthy. I'm so unworthy. I should never do anything. You know, I, I think when Michael Jordan retired, I think he had committed, he was like in the top five of the most personal fouls mm. in the NBA uh, for his career. But he never got up and grabbed the mic and said, just, I'm just a fouler. That's all that I am. Mm. I just foul people all the time. No, he also scored a lot of points, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of just living in unworthiness, you can't. I mean, God's called you. I mean, between you and God, you're always going to be unworthy. But whenever you get behind that pulpit, thus saith the Lord, God does something. Yeah. I would say that I remember the, the moment in my ministry when I started out. I was, um, I was just 25 years old when I started pastoring. We had a group of 13 people. Um, of those 13, there were two guys that were like 50, 60 years old, and man, they knew the Bible. They were great Christians. And I remember the day, you know, when I started, and I thought, how in the world could I ever teach these guys anything? How could I ever, you know, help them? And I remember they came and asked me a Bible question in sincerity, and I was able to answer them, and they said, Thank you so much, Pastor. You've taught us 
a, a great deal of things. At that moment, I thought, okay, I can now move forward knowing that God is using me in that ministry. So that was it. That's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's for do this. Sitting around. Let's do this as we close. Uh, I'm going to count one, two, three. You're going to yell your name out. And whoever yells the loudest or is able to portray that, you're going to be closing out Tim. The kids, Great Lakes, all names at one time. One, two, three. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.